And I just started it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess we could just just start it. Just start. It's Mams. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're doing Event Sevenfold City of Evil. Yeah. This was such a fun listen, y'all. It was. I, yeah. I enjoyed this a lot. Listen, I there is a, always a time in my life that I'm like, you know, I got to listen to all the old stuff. And it usually is almost every day because that's all I like listening to. But this is one album that I always, I, I usually go for the white album. I usually don't listen to City of Evil. So it was really fun to, to hit this one again. Yeah, no. Uh, when I was listening to it, I was like, ah, oh, shit. I forgot how much uh, this album is very important to me and my musical upbringing because. Like every yeah. second of it burned, burned into my fucking frontal cortex or whatever is up there. Yeah, I feel like for a tiny little seventh grader when this shit came out, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, this is this is some like a, my first concept album ever, kind of, you know? Like it just kind of feels like there's something special about this. There's a big story to tell. When Hail to the King came out, I've this this band kind of dropped off for me, and then. The stage came out, and I heard that one time because I know I mm-hmm. made a point to listen to it to see what it was like. Right, and Not then bad. and then that's that's been mm-hmm. it for me. So I haven't listened to this since probably like around high school time. Wow. Seriously, like I was I was trying to think about it the other day of like when's the last time I actually heard this. Well, yeah, I think it's, it's been a while. Difficult. It's difficult because the Rev passed away, right? Mm-hmm. R.I.P. And then his drum parts were on. A nightmare and yeah. uh portnoy played them I which believe. was good it was good yeah it's great great out it, it was like 90 percent done um if you've listened to the demos versus what made the final album there, there's a little bit of differences sure. but they already had it all written so portnoy tried to follow it as best to what jimmy had written yeah. so like you could you can kind of hear like how much influence jimmy had on writing the music mm-hmm. for the whole career up until that point and then we get hail to the king and then we get the stage, and then we get this most recent one. I can't even remember what it's called. We did listen uh, to it. And life it was is weird. but a dream. That's it. it listen, no. I did that it, whole ass react. Uh, yeah. It's good. I like it. It's weird. It, it, it's it, super but it's, weird. It's weird, like how Jimmy would do weird because it's very mm-hmm. pinkly smooth esque, which was yeah, the yeah. side project he had with Sin, which was all just avant garde weird sounding shit. Like right. it's just a little piece of heaven, but the whole album. Yeah, okay. there, there's a point in their career that they. Once Nightmare was done, they were like, okay, we're no longer sitting in that metalcore space. It's 2020, 2010 now. We're only going to be doing prog rock and catering to the Ozzy Osbourne fans and playing festivals. And then you could see that. And then they got to the point where it's like, we're just going to make the weirdest shit ever because everyone likes us still. It doesn't matter if we have something that's shit. <laughs> we, did, we did a lot. We, we, we went on a journey with a lot of drugs. And now we're, we're Pink Floyd. Right. And it's cool. It's whatever. People get old. I get it. Whatever. What are Mr. Bungle era? <laughs> yeah. But like this is like the the best quality of this metalcore thing that they were doing. I think it really set it up for this one, the White Album, it's the self title, and then for uh, Nightmare. So it's a good starting point for that trilogy. Yes. Absolutely. Hey, good good tease. Good tease. You guys at home, if you like that. Yeah. Boy, just stick around because it's going to get even better, I, I suppose. 
but make sure you hit that subscribe Maybe. button and, and give it a thumbs up and watch all the other content watch the green room it's the new show that we're doing where it's just us doing the yappity yappy yaps you know what i mean and oh, it's yeah. funny you think this is funny in a cosmic sort of way yes well, let's yeah, get into sh it. the shill is over the no. shill is over now it's the <laughs> audience participation part come on down guys Dudes, dudettes, NBs out there, what is your favorite fucking solo on City of Evil? Solo. Mm. Oh. I, I will go first. It is Sidewinder, and I will rest my case. I see. I was the thinking whole, the, the same whole thing. thing. Yeah. I'm going to pick something different. Yeah, go ahead, Brett. Okay. Um, while you're searching, I, I have one in my mind. Yeah, 100%. And it's kind of a cop out, but I really like the dueling shit in backcountry. I just like it a lot. And it's something I always tried to yeah. learn on guitar when I was like, yeah, I was starting to play guitar at this point when this came out. But like, I was wanting to do that really bad. So I really like that, like, dueling guitar stuff. I, Is it my favorite track? Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, I really do like the, the, the solo work in that. Okay. To that point, I think when this album came out, a lot of us who were like figuring out what we should be playing and all that stuff uh, uh, realized very quickly whether we were a lead or rhythm guitarist. <laughs> Could you do what Zaki's doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but except for the the hard parts, no. All right, just hang out and learn chords. Yep. Yeah. Uh, can you not even do that? Here's a bass. Have fun with that. <laughs> no, it was. This was like the era of the rhythm guitar and the lead guitar. But what pissed me off is that you would like, let me read Zachy's parts. And then it's like, what the fuck is he doing? He's doing the same thing as Sinister right now. What is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, stop doing that, man. Insane that they, uh, that they were two uh, <laughs> top class uh, metal guitarists in mm. the land at the time. And they were both yeah. in this fucking band. Because yep. Zachy is just as good as Sin. Sin He's so chill about it. Listen, people talk shit about Johnny too on bass. He's throwing the fuck down. They're all great at their instrument. Yes, fucking Wicked End or whatever that is. Yeah, I'd argue that in on this album that Matt's vocals are the 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 weakest link on this this entire thing. And they're not bad at all. They're not bad. They're just they're just comparatively people. You know, just you've got we will get some true greatness sitting here. You know. But yeah, Brett, your yeah. favorite solo. Oh yes. What are you picking? I think I I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I'll I'll check later. Um <laughs> that it's it's from Betrayed. Only because it keeps reminding me there's this a part where they're kind of going together and it reminds me of Fairy Tales first intro song. And I don't know why, it's just there's something about it and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." No, Betrayed so I'll, has I'll a kind of kind of a medieval kind of like hoppy kind of vibe to mm -hmm. it there's something interesting and different it like pulls away from the metalcore stuff yes yes or, or like the metal stuff it really is just like almost like symphonic and it's really cool yeah i agree yeah the trade trade has a lot of lore behind it too but we'll get into all that oh. in a bit first off let's learn about this shit so uh dude, dude, dude. city of evil huntington beach's own Events Sevenfold's third studio album was released on June 6, 2005 via Warner Brothers and Hopeless. So their first major, major label after Wake and the Fallen, which, by the way, chat, we were 
really consider doing for Halloween. It was close. It was really close. Uh, yeah, it was real close. Because it's 20th, 20th anniversary. But mm-hmm. we decided there's more to talk about with this one uh, in context of nostalgia for us. And, and it's better. And the ongoing world Sorry. around us. We're, we're in very similar times, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. Warner Brothers picked him up, and boy, howdy, can you tell the difference in just the music videos and... The quality, like even this, it's not. This is the original (laughs) version. Yeah, this is the original version, not remastered, not nothing. Hopefully, we get one next. Sounds great, better than shit today. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good. But that's another reason why we decided to go with City of Evil because you listen to Wake in the Fallen and it sounds like asshole, and then then you you listen to this and it's like even even you listen to that remastered kind of version that they they put out recently sorry it's not there's not a lot different no <laughs> you know but city of evil still sounds good here's what it is waking the fallen that's tony building the first iron man suit in the cave with a box of scraps <laughs> and then this was th- this is the fully painted like mark two mark three right. when he when he figured out the the frosting thing he's an avenger now okay yeah. not anymore <laughs> he's dead he's uh <laughs> <laughs> There's 11 tracks on it coming in at a hot 72 minutes and 43 seconds. It's a chunky boy, but hey, that, yeah, was, kind of the, that was kind of the norm back then. There's only like, one song under, what, five minutes? And it's yep. only two, two seconds off. So, like, re- is it really round up? Every song's five minutes. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah, Burn It Down's second song is two seconds short of five minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, and guess what? I, I, I like a... I like a big track length on the song like i know there's an, a point but like just mm-hmm. way these songs are allowed to breathe on their own and yeah. have different kind of parts like it's like watching a fucking um an opera or musical happen mm-hmm. you know what i mean like each song has its own individual like beat and fucking motifs that it returns to and it's allowed yeah. to return to they're allowed to just do a fucking breakdown a little bit to lead into a goddamn solo it's yep. so good. That's that's mm-hmm. the whole con- the basis of a concept album, and they do it so yeah. well. Yeah. And who who are these lads doing this concept album so well? Why that would be Matt Shadows on the lead vocals, Zachy Vengeance on rhythm guitar, co lead guitar, acoustics and backing vocals. I'm gonna save some time. They all did backing vocals. The Rev, <laughs> Reverend Jimmy Sullivan on the drums and pianos. Sinister Gates. On the lead guitar and piano, and Johnny Christ on the bass. It does feature one Mr. Brian Hayner, aka Papa Gates, Sinister's Daddy, who uh, played additional guitars, the pedal steel guitar, and the acoustic guitar solo on the left side of your ear on Sidewinder. It's father and son playing some gypsy jazz back and forth. Yeah, it's fucking. That's fun. Listen, that's why Internal Canon is my favorite August Burns Red song. Same And why I wish I wish they just went harder into that. It's very short compared to this. 
This time around, the production team were Avengers Unfold themselves my name is Mud and uh, Andrew Murdoch, a.k.a. Mudrock, um, who has worked with Avengers Unfold on Wake in the Fallen, this one self-titled, Hail to the King. He's now. worked with Godsmack on the self-titled and Awake album. He apparently worked on Hybrid Theory. I didn't, I don't remember that, but... So a bunch of butt rock. Okay. Got it. But back then, it oh, was Warner cool. Brothers, right? That, that was... Yeah, Warner yeah. Brothers. Warner Brothers killing it, man. Hey, listen, don't talk smack about Godsmack, okay? Yeah. Sully's going to get you. He stands alone, dude. Ah! <laughs> right. uh, once again, mixing was done by Mr. Andy Wallace, so who's got to be in the I'm running right up I'm, there I'm, with... I'm uh, little... Who's the other one? The the metal one that we always have on here? Will Putney. There Will, we go. Yeah, Willie Will. T. Yeah. 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 Uh, Andy Wallace is back. Oh, it's been a minute for Doing the job. mixing. Touch everything becomes gold. Yes. And, uh... Mastering was done by this dude named Eddie Schreier. Brett, I didn't find any video for him, but I found a very nice picture. He looked like a very nice dude. I'll make a move. Uh, we, yeah, <laughs> we, we haven't touched any of the work he's worked on yet, but he's got some good ones on here. Uh, hmm. He must not ha like really do interviews or anything because I could not find anything on this guy. Yeah, not I mean, he's, interview. He's just, he's just quite a, worker, a few bro. bands that uh, not really hear of him before. Yeah, the Queen well, Bee, bro, Beyonce. Yeah, So he must be a very private guy. Even though the photo I found is an old photo, like really, yeah. okay, weird. He's yeah. just he's just a worker. He just kills it and goes home. Yeah, kills it, goes home. My gap, toilets and boilers, boilers and toilets. Brush that one boiling toilet. Fire me if you dare. I wonder what kind of weird hobby he has. I I, I hope it's a Murder. fish tank. Oh, you know, no, I hope it's a no. fish tank. He probably lives in like <laughs> one of those shipping crates that are on the side of a mountain. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Off the grid kind of shit. This where comes out of hiding just to record and then goes <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> and then the singles were Burn It Down. Did not know that before this. I didn't know it was a single. Mm -hmm. No, me neither. Uh, because the first real single is Backcountry. Else. You know what's funny though is I thought because in Need for Speed Most Wanted, I think 
Uh, I believe it's Blinded in Chains is on it, there. It is, yeah. That song rips. That is a good song. I love that track. Every song on this album rips. And this al- this album in particular was all over all the fucking sports soundtracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Backcountry. Yeah. Backcountry was everywhere. No, I will say Blinded in Chains is my favorite track on the album. Really? Overall? Yes, because I can't, I can't get over that fucking... It sounds like like a bass line for like a marching band mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. does that shit with, with the double bass going into that second <laughs> refrain. Yeah. That's just yeah. so fucking cool. That's I love that. You know how many times I used to tell everyone, I was like, we need to do that for marching band. We need to have <laughs> that little section just in the stands. We're doing that back and forth bass drums. So sick. Didn't happen though. Fucking no. unachievers. No one, over no there. one. Everybody said no. Yep. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> uh but yeah guys like this is it's such a good album i got some fun facts and we can kind of talk about some of our personal things the sound of this album very different from waking the fallen and sound of the seventh trumpet Uh, they kind of ditched the metal for a traditional style for a more um neoclassical we'll say or you know just regular heavy metal Rock we, we, we want to do solos and stuff not we, not necessarily scream well so was it because of his vocal cord shit that they kind of did put that a, put a pin in that I'm, okay. i'll, I'll okay, get there okay. i'll get there the overall change in sound was more due to they looked at their band's influence uh, their own influences and stuff and they said hey none of this is super heavy it's just it's just good and it's melodic mm. and it's still heavy. Yes. Let's just do that. So you get a lot of like Iron Maiden in the solos. Mm-hmm. You get oh, yeah. a lot of fucking like you Dream Theater and you know with Sidewinder the gypsy jazz influences of like Django Reinhardt because you know Sin is like really into that. Um, yeah. Well, proud of uh, guitarist. Of course he is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Matt's vocal change. Obviously, it's a thing, right? Yeah. Mm. And the big lore, the big rumor around the schoolyard is he fucked up his voice during a warp tour and he had to get vocal surgery. The producer has uh, dispelled the rumors saying that uh, when he met the band after sounding the seventh trumpet, they gave him the CD for Waking the Fallen. And he said, hey, this one's screaming. The next one is half and half. Or I guess that was Waking the Fallen. And then the next mm. one is just singing. I don't want to scream anymore. I just don't want to do it. Yep. So Matt then worked with Ron Anderson, who worked Hello, with Axel Rose and Chris Cornell. And, and why uh, we like, he worked with them for like 18 months before we going in and recording this album because he wanted to add problems. a more gritty, raspy tone to make his voice like sound unique. Like you think of Axel Rose, you know what he sounds like. You think of Chris Cornell, you know, you know what he M sounds Shadows like. Right. M Shadows is 100% the same. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You can't mistake him for fucking anybody. No. No. <laughs> like... Brett, you said Betrayed was your favorite solo. Mm. Betrayed is a tribute to Dimebag Daryl after his murder in uh, 2003? Yeah, 2003, mm-hmm. I think. The, 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 if you don't know, murder happened because it was a uh, super-obsessed Pantera fan who uh, was a little bit psychotic and had some mental issues and just a went to a Damage Plan show, and you know, which was the band that Dimebag and Vinny had started after Pantera broke up and fucking rushed the stage, shot and killed Dimebag. I think he won the security guards and all that stuff. And then he died. And I remember that day because I got picked up early from school and my stepdad, who went to school with Phil from Pantera, they know him personally, 
He was like, yeah, Dimebag got murdered last night. And I was like, what? And that's all the fucking radio shows we're talking about. I think I was listening to Cowhead on 98 Rock. Yeah. yeah. I, rem- I remember yeah. when it happened. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, shook, it shook the metal world. It shook know? a fucking nickel. Nickelback has a dime bag song, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, in Betrayed, it's uh, the POV switches between the like the killer. It switches to Dimebag's perspective and like Matt's perspective, talking about it and all that stuff. It's so yeah. good. This was one of the ones where me and Jordan just sat around, like, just learning, like, you know, because like it's such a good fucking unique sound to the even mm-hmm. the rest of the album. It's definitely the Pantera song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, yeah, and finally. Avenge won Best New Artist at the 2006 VMAs, beating out one Rihanna, Panic at the Disco, James Blunt, you're beautiful, uh, Angels and Airwaves, and Chris Brown, the woman beater. That so, is hey. a hell of a lineup, though. That is a I, hell of a lineup. Yeah, Damn. To, to mop the floor with that, that's, that's wild. Holy a shit. metal band, too, for yeah. fucking MTV. Wow. Yeah, so wow, let's that, talk about that. That's crazy. Because yeah. honestly, ever since what Katy Perry's and Lady Gaga's that that era, it's never this kind of any any form of real rock is bye bye gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the last holdouts were like you'd see Green Day on like uh, on the Grammys and Lincoln stuff Park. like that. Yeah. Lincoln well, the Park. last the last like major one that just should have never happened was like Slipknot winning a Grammy for Before I Forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, right. Wow, that's kind of crazy. It was just a, such a different time, and like butt rock was the thing, or like you know, alt rock was a thing in that 2003 2006 yeah, it was era. Just alt rock then, yeah, alt rock <laughs> or new rock alternative, uh, 97X, nice, yeah, yeah. 90, 98 <laughs> rock, right? Uh, <laughs> rage cage in the afternoons, yeah, you have rage that stuff. brother. And like it, it mattered for all the little alties out there, right? Like little mall goths. But like, yeah, once 2007 hit, 2008, kind of, you became another pariah. Nothing you liked was popular anymore, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. it, it, we we had a small little bit of popularity. You, you retreat back to the underground cave from which you came, you little yes. fucking gremlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get back, nerd. <laughs> no, my solos. <laughs> Everything has breakdowns and keyboards now. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, I do like. Oh, yeah. 100%. I like. I, I oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not changing what I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. This was a, for, I think for me personally, this was a huge stepping stone into that kind of stuff. You know, that, I think it's a lot, a lot of kids that were in middle school hearing this or hearing a tray you for the first time, you know, same kind of like that orange County metalcore scene mm-hmm. really pushed a lot of us into like, how, how, how much further can we get heavy? Like how, what else is out there? Yeah. You know, well, they took all the flashiness of the eighties and all that stuff, but they put it through like that new metal filter that we had just gone through, but back to like the metal core roots and shit. So you had an amalgamation of a sound that was truly just like unique of the time. You got your Avenged Sevenfolds. You got your Treyus. What's another one? Uh, Bullet for My Valentine, maybe? Kill, kill Switch yep. back then. Kill, kill Switch. Switch. Okay, yeah. those are your big four, right? Yeah. yeah. They all do similar things, but they all do their own unique things very, very well, right? Mm-hmm. And 
one of the main stays is fucking ripping ass guitar solos, you know, yep. and and great I, choruses, great, yeah, great epic chorus, choruses, soaring choruses, you right? Know? Wall of sound kind of shit. Actual, actual epics. Yeah, right. like, like legitimate. I think epics. It's, it's yeah. the melodic <laughs> aspect. I think a lot of that. I think that was a term we used, melodic metalcore back back then. Mm-hmm. Like it had to have melody that mattered. It wasn't just thrash because like Trivium was around this time, but they didn't do the same thing. They were more thrashy. Mm-hmm. They were like, more true to just straight me- up Metallica. Metal. Yeah, they yeah. felt yeah, like they Metallica. were Metallica to me back then. Right. Yes, they had some <clears throat> choruses, but they still were like, we don't do the melody thing really. Yeah. We do. We rip solos. We play grimy, and we. They were more yell. garage. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's okay, because people can like that. But, mm-hmm. like, I think this spe- specific space was that melodic aspect. Yeah, and I know, like, a lot of people call Avenge, like, our Metallica or, like, our Guns N' Roses. But, like, I really do think there are Iron Maiden. I, like, I've always put them Iron Maiden. Dude, yeah. like, this yeah. is such a fucking, like, just power slave and, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, run of the hills kind of album and exactly like, that's the way the, oh, they, yeah they, these they the do their themes. solos and their bass fills and all that yeah. stuff you can You're hear the bass mm-hmm. burn it like, down comes on and like that's that intro lick on the lead guitar you can put that in the fucking eight seventies and eighties and say yeah that's just trooper bro like seriously so for real seriously all the different sounds that they incorporate in this. I know it, they get weirder and more experimental with the next one and Nightmare and stuff, but like this one, if you asked me what's the quintessential, like just to show a, a normie, like, hey, what's metal? Boom. You know what I mean? Like you got this cheesy ass, perfect album art. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah. The album sounds like that art. You know what I mean? Like when you're fucking running around. There's- but you, it's, on Beast and the um, Harlot and on um, Burn It Down, yep. I feel like I'm on the horse. What the hell is yep. it? Uh, uh, Ghost Rider or whatever. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. You, you, you yeah. get that sense of like, oh, you're a cowboy out in the Midwest somewhere. Or not, not uh, you, Old West. Just yeah, 100%. Doing cowboy shit. You know? But that's the thing. Like, you don't, you don't know what it's like to be like fucking 13 and be like, man, my first tattoo, I'm getting the fucking bat skull i'm getting it <laughs> oh, no, a lot of people that did that yeah, yeah. you know because yeah. it's like there's something like the, the iconography like you you see that and he's like man that is that is a dude 200 years from now you'll see that fucking scribbled on the wall and some abandoned fucking <laughs> you'll know what place. it is it's like that's <laughs> fucking event some fault in um and it's always sunny at least in like the early seasons <laughs> there is an event sevenfold on one of the posts in the bar Hell like yeah. you see yeah. the fucking death Hell bat yeah. in it you don't really get that. Like you, if you posted a like a modern band, you don't really they don't really have that iconography. Periphery, some... maybe. But yeah. even then, That'd like no one would really know one. that. Yeah. Right. Like you're wearing. Look at your shirt right now. Yeah. Right. Like people that's know that this. era. That's that yeah. time. Do you know what this right? is? No. <laughs> no, because it. that's just but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, you don't really know what that is, no. right? But like you know what the bat skull is. You know what. The fucking heartogram is like there's just something about that time that like every mall goth had to have you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. and that's it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because while this is metal metalcore adjacent for some reason like this was like everyone's like you listen to goth music you're a fucking emo weirdo <laughs> well it's because you, like, you, you watch the videos with the the vampire strippers and you're like yep. 
And yep. like, look how look how they're all dressed in that. Like, yeah, yeah all shit. black. Like, you look at look at Zacky Vengeance. It's like literally top. my entire friend group. You know, <laughs> yeah. pants and shit. Like, come on. <laughs> there goes Shay. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali Salgado. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my high school girlfriend had a Zachy V poster in her closet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a bunch of handsome boys. I believe it. Believe it! Fucking, <laughs> 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 my favorite memory regarding this album, well, not even that, my first memory of this album is this was, I think it came out before Katrina, but like I still associate new orleans with this album and all that stuff i do that whole little uh, time right then yeah it's all like, just yeah. one mm-hmm. part of that is because where we were at the world with the war and all mm-hmm. that stuff in the middle right. east it was you just know fitting it, to pop off yeah this kind of had like biblical soundtrack to it like this sounds like the apocalypse if you ask me right mm-hmm. like this is a soundtrack to the four horsemen coming in just, kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it ending with MIA, which is kind of a book of revelations in and of itself, putting you doing doing this thing where a lot of there was a lot of pro war music coming out around this time, and events unfold always kind of like right on that center line and very been pro military, but they showed on this that you could be pro military and pro the soldiers that are fighting this war, but you don't have to be pro war, and they, I think they did this really really well by putting you as the listener in the perspective of someone going off to war it's starting with the ending and then going back to the beginning you're all gun-ho you're just ah hoorah and then you start you know you start seeing your brothers die and you know and then you start realizing that oh it's just the same as the people we're killing it's just you know we're just killing civilians and all that stuff that also sucks like holy shit and just really showed like the darkness and how bloody and terrible war is and i don't know if you've been paying attention to the news but that's kind of the reason i push for this because it's very similar to what's happening right now and it's scary yeah it's a very good (laughs) like mirror i suppose or like a window looking in like the propaganda machine and like a lot of bands in this era were able to give us that at our young age, which helps us become like little fucking anarchists or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So like there's like a lot of the bands did that for us because like the, the internet was in its infancy, at least, you know what we know of now. So does that do lead to, cause again, once the Gaga's and stuff, once that era of music came along, politics went away from, from music as well. It was by design. The government was getting pissed with the Green Days and the Avengers Sevenfolds, and like the, I mean, critical and, and acclaim. The, the 2008. Chicks, yeah, this, yeah, Dixie yeah. Chicks. No, like the next album in self-titled Critical mm-hmm. Acclaim is literally like the first song on there. It was like, listen here, motherfucker. Like all y'all, literally uh, there. You're, you're all fucked. Fuck yeah, off. it's like it literally hits it right there. But like we have this this build up, and we, you know. Against me was doing it, Green Day's doing it. Blink 182, they're just want to be drunks and like get high and fuck around. So, like, you didn't get it from that side <laughs> of, of the punk world, which I know, like, remember how I said there's like a divide of like who, who goes where when you listen to music, and there's a lot of people that went the, the pop punk around who just want to have fun. And then it's like, mm-hmm. I'm listening to Green Day, I'm listening to Linkin Park, I'm listening to Van Sevenfold, like, I'm getting fucking, is this indoctrination? <laughs> no, you know? it's just being enlightened. I feel like 
and it's kind of led me to like what I look for in music as I, you know, progress through life. Yeah. It's like, listen, I, we, I've talked mm-hmm. over and over and I will continue to do so. Cause it's a, it's a point I like to prove is I've gone from one side of the road to the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. music was a big part of that. Green day, this band fucking uh, system of down right there. Shikari. And well, Shikari came later that finalized it, but like the, mm-hmm. the beginnings of it in this pivotal moment in history where yep. in my household, we were justified. We were supposed to be doing what we were doing and yeah, fucking cheering on the shock and terror kind of shit. Oh, go Bush. And then I, li- yeah. And then I listen to this and I'm like, well, wait a second. Yeah. I, I vibe with this way more. Like I actually do. And it starts, you, you start asking questions, you know, the fuck is Cigaro about, you know, yeah. it's actually well, pretty deep. <laughs> well, for real, like being a, a kid in the South, right? Like mm-hmm. when I was little, when someone was going up against Bush, I was like, how dare them go up against my president like that? And like, I had no idea. Like, like yeah. why am I saying that if, yeah. as a fucking kid? Because you're in the South and that's just what it was, you know, especially in Florida, right? So it was like, it was I did weird. A, I did a whole book report on Ronald Reagan my sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It it's was, weird. I just went on Michael Moore. Climate change <laughs> I would, year. I, I would was... beat my fucking child at like, how, like what were you thinking and it's just because you're you don't have anything to base it off of you're not doing your own research mm-hmm. you're just being told stuff so like this era was very important i think for millennials for sure i always viewed it like this who do i want if i had the choice of just hanging out with anybody who would i want to be hanging around me who am i going to agree with more is it going to be like the glenn becks of the world or is it going to be fucking uh green day okay right you know mm-hmm. is it going to be the papa bear o'reilly's or is it going to be Avenged Sevenfold? Oh, it's, right. it was so the Minutes of Midnight oh, album he, for me that, you mm-hmm. know, handheld high talking about talking about Katrina and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that that really uh, was. Can't wait to do that. That was really fucked, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then yeah, that circles back around to Beast and the Harlot, which very similar vibes. It's just, it's just a book of revelations. Funny story to that is in my in my senior year, we were in chorus. I was with Jordan. And all that stuff. We were, all we were doing was playing Rage Against the Machine and Avenged Sunfold because motherfucker, he could just play it. And I was blown away. And I was just like, you know, mm-hmm. wow, you're doing, you can do the thing. Yeah, he's a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, and perfect so, pitch, motherfucker. <laughs> it's the end of the year concert. And uh, we have to do a collab with the girls' chorus class because for some reason, guys' chorus and girls' chorus didn't go together. I don't, that actually thinking about it right now, that doesn't make a lick of sense anyway. Mm. Seems like yeah, a waste yeah. of time. Miss um, Clinton things. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's called Missy. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to dox anyone. Uh, oh, well. It's not her it name was, anymore, uh, anyways. It, it, it's not. <laughs> it's a different Miss C now. Yeah. You're um, right. So, end of year spring concert coming up. Jordan and I are basically just leading what the dudes are going to be singing. Okay. We did Flavor of the Week. We did Flowbots. We did yeah. some other stuff. But then we got to the part where we could do like our own performance right and jordan and i were the only like really musical person in that whole class like all that so we decided hey jordan you beast and the harlots your favorite solo to play let's do that because we can get by with it being the harlot but because it's the bible that's our that's our loophole right yes because she can't mr miss christian lady can't say nothing about that it's the bible and yep. so yeah let's see <laughs> yeah 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 we got we got a ragtag group together we taught ray how to play 
the guitar or the bass. I forget which one. I think he ended up playing the bass. We were going to get Matt Green and Ashton to do bass and drums and all that stuff. It was going to be perfect, right? We get to the audition thing. We audition for it. We get the clear to do it, I think. Or the day before we were supposed to audition, she stopped us and she was like, I have the lyrics. We can't do this. And I'm like, what do you mean? Here's a Bible where we've already highlighted literally a one-for-one translation. Miss C, I don't think you understand. If Jesus was real, he could sue. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with it. So we had to switch. And our panic plan B was seize the day. I I was talking to Jordan about possibly getting the video for it, but I don't think it's going to happen in time. It's whatever. But we did seize the day instead. Uh, and that's technically the first song I performed in front of an audience. Oh, wow. yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. did the, I did acoustic Classic. and that. And then I did my solo song was, uh, high school low by say anything. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good important day. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. But yeah, no beast and harlots fucking great. It's just the apocalypse and <laughs> it's, it's so good. All of it's so good. Strength of the world. I, think, I wish that song. I think that's that, my that's, favorite. That song's so good, but like you, like I was telling you, Brett, that like the beginning of this album is so good and strong that like when you get to those last like four tracks, it's like, ah, uh, like I, there's, they are great, but it's like by that time I've already listened to like an hour's worth of music. All right, it's because we're, <laughs> you know, because we're getting later into the episode. I can, I can start shitting on this a little bit. This album <laughs> is too fucking long. <laughs> yeah, betrayed. You could have cut betrayed. This, I think this is too fucking long, is. man. Like the orchestral no, I like parts, betrayed. I love them, but god damn it, dude! Like they're fucking nine minute songs and shit. It's like I get it. Well, it's it, it's why like a lot of the <laughs> when they became singles, they took like a minute off. Of every song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But like the it's way they were long, composed, man. like compositionally, they are just like chunks that like you could take that out and it totally works still. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's very weird. Like, but like the. Like like you were talking about uh, strength of the world, minute and a half is just the fucking that weird little intro. It's not needed. Not needed it's at like, all. It's not needed. And then even the outro is like a four minute epic of of <laughs> something. It's like it's this is awesome. Whatever this is, put it in a fucking game, dude. Like this is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they did make a game at one point, I believe. Yeah, we're gonna talk They've about that. They've been a lot of quality and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is it Strength of the World or is it MIA that the starting kind of sounds like they just wanted to do uh, Stairway to Heaven? I think that's MIA because MIA yeah. takes a minute to get going. A long time. A lot like of it is. It's like you're, a minute and a half of just them fucking dicking around and then the song comes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's so good. I, I don't care. It's so good. <laughs> oh, no, it's still, it's still good. It's just... I had yeah, to say it. Shit. I had it's, to say it. It's man. so much fun to it's so much fun to drive around to. You just feel like you're fucking blasting through space. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, that is definitely a critique that is valid, Brett. I agree because yeah, like like we were saying, the last four tracks, it's like by that time I'm already at an hour plus it's, in. Like I had forgotten eight. most of them because of yeah. that. Because I'm you know, I'm, when we get I to even, our scores, that is part of the reason why my memory score is yes. not a ten. Yes, like I remember it all. But like it's like fuck oh yeah MIA how good is that and like you listen to it, it it definitely checks back and you get you remember it but it's like when you're listening oh yeah City of Evil you don't remember that's on there because the first seven tracks are fucking bangers I know mean, uh, <laughs> right I think maybe just placement wise things could yeah. I, I think Strength of the World should have been the closer I um, think mm-hmm. so too 
Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, you could have put some of the longer ones maybe at the front to kind of like space it out a little bit more. Balance it. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. once you well, hit Sidewinder, everything's seven minutes or more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Except for Betrayed, but it's close enough. But Cody, do you have any more lore you need to dive into or can we get no, into that, some that, of this? That was it. Can break yeah. it down a little bit. All right. Break it down. Break it oh, down. Oh, yeah. Well, Brett, you kind of started it. Is there anything else you want to add? Because one critique, too fucking long. Anything else that you, as you were listening, it was like, oh, yeah, that might be why I don't like this yes. piece. Or, may I yes. or do you want to save it? You want to save it for that part because next week I'll have you skewed and reviewed. My favorite part of the podcast. I'll save it for the next part then. The podcast within a podcast. Thanks, yes, yes, Brett. Yes. That way well, yeah, I went through the internet. Not, a, not as much as you would think, really? honestly. This is, this, this is a pretty popular album, though. Yeah, you would think so. Not a whole lot. Hmm. Um, there's a fuck ton on YouTube, but I just grabbed five of them. I'm I'm done getting every little person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fucking. But Brian, Brian say it's good. Jeans. Yeah, Brian, Brian's enough yeah. for us. Actually, is yeah. is Brian one of them? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. oh no! <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> All right. If you'd like to re- sponsor this review, please just email us at please sponsor me at pleasegod.com. <laughs> Get me factor. Wa- Walla fucking water bottles. Here, fucking ghost, please. Ghost energy. Milwaukee tools. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a big money. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I put sales, my ghost in my Owala. There you and go. <laughs> so hydrated, or at least they think so. <laughs> now the numbers. Mm-hmm. All music seven. Blender eight. IGN seven point nine. Metal Hammer, 8, PunkNews.org, 6, and also Rolling Stone is 6. Sputnik, though, 9. To put that together, it's 6, 9. Nice. nice. Reverse it. It's Amazon's 9.6. Nice. And then you got Rate Your Music at 6.02. Album wow. of the Year at 7.7. And Metacritic's user base at 8.2. Then over here sure. on YouTube, Banger TV gave it a 9. Metal Trenches put it at a B tier, so I gave it an 8. Jamie Horsley gave it a 10. I Not Sue gave it a 9.65. And Rocked gave it an S tier, aka I'll say that's a 10. So, internet knows what's up. Uh, or at least YouTube knows what's up. Um, those, those other scores, that was weird and all over the place. Kind of low for a lot of it. A lot of sixes in there. Yeah, for yeah the sixes. Uh, VMA probably. winning album, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You got uh, video music awards. Um, was it a Grammy nom during this time? I think so. Yeah, so it's like weird that uh, it did so well, but yet unfavored in the critiques. The the YouTube definitely helped it from dipping pretty low. Yes, but I will say because there were so many sixes, I will go seven eight. Seventy-eight. Okay, Brett. It might be a little low, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna say an eight-two. Okay, eight-two. Okay, the correct answer is eight-one-three. Ooh, (laughs) really? Ooh, (laughs) ooh. Yeah. So I guess maybe the the YouTube's did pull it up and save it from getting obliterated. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Very good. I I mean, mean, who who won that? Was that Josh? I won. I was. Yeah. If we're going by prices right rules, which we Always. do, then I win. Um, but <laughs> my score is all about it. <laughs> way better, way better than that. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, that's way too low for one of the best albums of 
our All lifetime. Time. Yeah, yeah. I will go last. Josh. Okay. You can go I first. I will. Okay. So we'll start off with our first category, songwriting and lyrics. I bounced around between a 9.6 and a 9.8. Mm. And the reason why I couldn't figure out what I really wanted to do with those numbers is because some of it is corny. <laughs> okay? okay. And but I love the parts that aren't. So I was back and forth forth there. And also what you were saying, Brett, some of the songs, the writing of it, the composition of it, maybe it was a little too long sometimes. Maybe they could have trimmed yeah. off a, a minute yeah. or gotten rid of an intro, like and just composed it a little tighter. That would have helped it give it a little bit of a higher score. Um, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna give it the nine point eight because I like the higher score at the final. Good, um, good. Yeah. M- musicianship ten. There's not. Come on. There. Come on. No argument. There's please, no please. argument to say that's anything less. Right. Yep. Everybody, you did make a good point that when you look at all five of the members, M Shadows because he's not screaming and it's a new territory and he's kind of figuring out how he fits with his characterization of his voice. That's a little lower, but it's still like fucking very small margin of error. Well, and Um, we also, we also have hindsight to thank because yeah, it's, it's a little rough around the edges on this one, but we know on the next album, it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Even live, you know, fucking, it sounds fucking perfect. So like this album now, if they re-recorded it, great. Sound and love it or hate it, by the time you get to the Hail to the Kings, like he's still killing it vocally, even if you might not like the songs. He's still doing stuff very well. Um, and the shift was smart, so good for him for that. Right. Um, production, I'm going 8.5, just because it is a little dated, and maybe some of the layers could have been mixed a little better, but it is still very solid for the time era, so giving it an 8.5 there. Originality, 9.5, because... It is so different, but it also, we just talked about how there is so much 80s influence or, you know, late 70s metal. Um, Also, you're coming off of a metalcore space. So there is stuff that kind of sounds like it. Like if you listen to like Black Veil Brides, it's kind of in there. You know, this weird goth metal. It's kind of there, but they are doing it better. So pretty close to a 10. Um, And memorability, like I was saying, I'm going 9.8 just because those last like couple tracks at the very end, Forget about them because you've already been listening for an hour and a half. <laughs> you know, so it's like kind of bouncy right there. So final score, 9.52. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, right. man. And it was getting, only point, it's only 0.04 from if I gave it a 9.6 on songwriting. So it's like. So you, you not, said 5.2? Five 5.2, two? Five yeah. two, yep. It, that's 0. 0.01 higher than what Hybrid Theory got. Hmm? That's top three. Yeah, this kid, this fucking three. kills it. I love this album. It's very good. And I have to give it space because I love the White Album more. <laughs> like, looking at each category, it's hard to be like... Now I'm nervous because I should I go next because my score is lower. It can be. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say it now. It, okay. It, it, Would it you like be. me to go next? So you could deliberate? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a yes. I All know right. it's hard because you look at the categories and like when you think about your scores, it's like, 
they're justified. Uh, it's the thing. I, I'm not going <laughs> to touch. Know, it. I'm not like, going to touch my score. But if if I right, if I can see some justification to raise it, I if I, I will. may, <laughs> yes, if okay. I may, I I will say right off the jump, mine's going to be very high. Mine might be the highest I've rated an album so far. <gasps> okay, well then maybe I'll leave my score. <laughs> no, 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 no. You shut up. <laughs> when I'm looking at this, I'm not mm. looking at it in. A part of it's in hindsight, but a lot of it is how did it affect me at the time, especially for an album like this, where I know it in and out. It's one of the first albums I autistically just latched onto. Same. And, you know, that again, you talk about setting on a path. This set mm -hmm. the bar for me for everything yeah. after it. If you weren't as good as these guys doing this shit, I didn't want to fucking hear you. Okay, I didn't. I don't care about you, Pete Wentz. You're not doing Johnny Christ things. Get out of here. Know what I mean? Hell yeah, yeah. I don't know when you when you do compare that shit, that's like apples and oranges, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. So my know, my then, argument for that though is I do have Dream Theater. That's my biggest issue. Is okay, that I have Dream okay, Theater. Fair. But, but this is, is this is your generation's Dream Theater. So anything positive about Dream Theater, you can even take away the negatives of the vocals sucking dick, and. There you go, better. I know. I know. Uh, James has always been the worst part of that band. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's, that's just a universal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm looking at my scores like that. And yeah, I love the White Album too. Maybe it'll be the same. Maybe it won't. But like, I'm just going at this as it is, as it was Harry Styles. So songwriting and lyrics, 9.63. When, when this okay. came out, I could raise it, but I, everything else is so high, I don't even care. When this came out, this was the most like uh, deep and lore, atmospheric building, world building lyrics. It was like reading a goddamn book. Like just everything is so visual. You can see mm -hmm. in your head the songs as they're playing out. You could hear like every little fucking thing. Uh, so uh, musicianship also a ten. Like there's just there's no other. There is no other. People have gotten I completely close. Agree. Completely agree. And but this album set the bar for everyone else and we got a lot of good music as a result of that as well so the legacy that this album in particular has yeah. on the entire scene it made people have to try harder because Atreyu was right there too you know they never got the City of Evil time you know Kill Switch, Kill Switch was yeah. a, a, a legend in their own right they didn't get commercially as big as this album did no my curse didn't there, get there was, anywhere near this it got close it, it got, got close, close, but that was it for him, too. Yeah. Yep. It was gone. Granted, fair. You know, you can make an argument this was it for them in the mainstream eyes as well, uh, even though uh, Self Titled did really good. And Hail, Hail to the, the King, King apparently I is mean, their best album ever. Yeah, dude. Hail to the King. Fuck. <laughs> Should do that album. I day. hate that album, but like, the, oh, the numbers don't Listen, lie. I, I'm I'm fine revisiting yeah. it with fresh ears, you know. And like, I don't know, people give the drums a lot of shit for that, but like, what are you gonna do? You know, like, Nightmare was already mostly done, no, and you got Portnoy. No. Tangent, but like, tangent. I, Aaron is from Confide. Great band. Yeah, I, I love them back then. Great band. He can, he can play drums. He, can he was shitting his pants because he had to sit in front of fucking a massive drum set. And he was I like, don't, do I, I, do don't <laughs> I don't think it was that because when I saw him play with them, he did all the fucking, he could play all these he songs. He could play, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he could play I, these songs. I, that's why I've always thought it was a creative decision by the band to be like, listen, it's a tall order to follow up the rev. Like, there, like he was such an integral part in the writing yeah, but and the composition. Damn, dude. And 
I, I think they were like, let's just let's just fucking strip it back a little bit. Let's just have a fun album. Let's just play what we want to play, not really go too crazy with it. And I just think the fan backlash was just too great, and they just had to poor Alex get, get the brunt of, of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, fucking when Steven Gerrard left Liverpool, anyone coming in to the cap, uh, captaincy and the number eight role, tall shoes to fill, okay? Mm. Never going to happen the next one over. Like, it, it's just following up Joey or with Paul in Slipknot. Like once Paul died, that was it for Slipknot for me. Cause it never felt the same. Yep. And same thing with Joey and all that stuff. Like they were, they were the backbone of it. And so was the rev. Yeah. So nightmare is the last album for me, but life is but a dream is very good. Anyway, tangent over production 10. It sounds great. It sounded great in 2004. It blew my mind. You could hear every single goddamn part of this. If they re-released it today, I don't even know what I'd do. And uh, originality, I, I gave this I a 10. It. I gave this a 10. I know there's a lot of references to everything, but at the time, again, sure. who was coming out? And who did this influence? And then memorability, another 10. Because I, I, know, I don't have that fogginess with the second half. As soon as I hear it starts, I'm like, I know this one. I okay. listened to this so much. Even before I met Jordan, this is how we bonded, was because we both knew this album back to front. Like, mm-hmm. I forgot how integral this was to my entire everything about music. You know, so Fair. with that all said, Fair enough. 9.93. God damn. 9.93. Wow. I said this is about as close as the 10 I can get right now. That's, higher, that's, higher, than, all that stuff. that's higher than American Idiot. At the time, I, I didn't give a shit about American Idiot. I was listening to this. But I, I will, because we, you know, this isn't your favorite band, right? This Inner Shikari is, but because we have these categories. Yeah. But at the time right? though, this was a big, the big right. one up there for me. Yeah. But like when you look at our categories, they're such individualized to a specific mm-hmm. point, right? You can't just say, well, like I like this band better than this band. And that's why the score is going to be higher. That's mm-hmm. not how it is. Sometimes right. you got to look at it piece by piece. Yep. And yeah. because these, this is such a musicianship musicians band. Mm-hmm. it's going to alter the score. This yep. showed me that, hey, uh, there are some intricacies that you could pay attention to and really get into some fun, weird shit that mm-hmm. no one else is going to listen to. But when you do find that other person that listens to it, we're you fucking best friends for life. That was American it Idiot is. for me and Josh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's a different album for everybody, but this yeah. was like one of them. You know? No, this made enough, me the cool enough. kid because oh, I listen to the weird, long, solo-y shit. I yeah. know music stuff. No, but so like nostalgia away, you know, historic trace mm-hmm. away. Brett, bring it back down to earth. I'm going to have to because, the, because my issues. Give it the higher one. Come on. Unfortunately, don't get really changed. So, so I'm just going to say okay. uh, production and, and musicianship tense Im- immediately. I'm giving songwriting and lyrics a nine because I think they're great. A little much at times you know this isn't really necessarily part of i probably should put this musicianship i'll put it inside writing lyrics um his vocals it's just sometimes he'll hit a note and i'm just like you shouldn't have done that note right you you can't know i know exactly what you can't hit that and it's cool you you will but right now that shouldn't have been recorded that way and there's times where um i guess i I don't know it because i the production just it sounds so well 
that I don't want to take away from the production value of it because it's it was more of a it's just, just a, you know writing, a writing. beginnings it's he's it's a, a musician. learning curve his was, voice yeah. is a musical instrument right. right it's just you grow with your abilities as you practice and stuff and he started but something I, new here and I, it that's makes why sense. I still want to give musicianship as as a whole though as a 10 because they still nail everything that they're doing it's, this is a this is a personal mm-hmm. oh it just it just kind of hits my ear a little funny yeah you know no but, no and that's fair like even, even like just the key change in beast and a harlot that's a hard key change to do because he's already kind of up there in oh, the he's register. up there he's up there yeah and yeah, it's all it's all drop d it's very high up there in key yeah and so. i i had to learn how to fucking teach my vocal cords to do that fucking key change and not and make it not sound like shit now mm-hmm. the here's here's where things are going to defer the most i'm going to go <laughs> into the worst one which is my memory. I don't remember. Uh, I didn't remember a lot of the second half. Or I remembered. I'm like, oh yeah, I know this went into an orchestral part right here. I don't remember it being four and a half minutes long. <laughs> you know? That's fair, and, right? And, so I gave it a seven because of okay. how much of a chunk of the album because of how long it is. You know, it's mm-hmm. it becomes yeah, it's half half of the album. It's damn near yeah, a damn lot near of half of it. If- so it's. If you weren't just listening to this nonstop, I don't expect you to remember the second half. Right. You know? Right. Like, right. Because the bangers are one to seven. So you get the rest of the, the album. It's very like. It's committed. Eh. <laughs> yeah. You have to actually it's, get it's into committed. it. So my next thing I'm with you. is the originality. And I am leaning towards because I have always since day one, I have always heard. I'm like, oh, that slash is solo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's the Iron Maiden solo. So I know that. I'd, I've heard it too much, so I gave that an eight. It's because you had a metal dad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that benefit. My dad listened to ACDC. That was it. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that's what even with that, you, you could yeah. attribute that to the same thing where you attribute to Matt's vocal changing. This was also a musical change for them as well, mm-hmm. and I don't think they had fully figured out their unique sounds, whereas on the, the White Album... That that's, it doesn't sound like anyone else anymore. It sounds like Sinister Gate. That's honestly you know, that's anyone all, else is doing Afterlife. That's a good point of why it's even the self-titled because it's like this is Event Sevenfold. The restart. Yeah. Of this it. is it. So that's such a smart point. Um, but anyways, back to the, to this album. My my overall score came out to an eight point eight on this. That's still mm-hmm. good. I don't even care. That's say, it was. Right. Fun. No, that's why. Like it's. I'm it's not good. in the nines. I was kind of expecting it to be in the nines. I think that it's the really the memorability that kind of kills it for me yeah i could have dropped it down like you did on some of the points because i do agree with you that's why my production is 8.5 even though you gave it a 10 i my own ear is hearing things that i think could be better because mm-hmm. i have context of what it is 20 years oh, dude, I, I just <laughs> right? brought so up like, production issues and i'm still like no nah, it's still perfect <laughs> right right you know? and like yeah. memorability i only took a little bit off for what you were talking about when i could have taken off more hmm. but i as you did i did listen to it more and more i was like man i still know the lyrics to this so i gave it the points extra yeah like right just, so like it's just it's all individual and that's the point right. of this yeah uh, and in the happy median we find what honestly is probably the correct score and all that stuff mm-hmm. you know but that's the beauty we all we we rate by the same metrics but we all rate differently depending on like how we're feeling and all that it's, stuff. it's a lot of it you know you know what's funny is it does tend to come down to the production and the mm-hmm. memorability of it mm-hmm. like remember well especially because we're not listening to terrible shit so like yeah you know 
it's a celebration. I mean, scores are really meaningless, but and arbitrary, but it's right. fun to do. It know? is fun to do. And we're only and we're only three fucks on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> you know, um, it's just a theory. A music theory. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Misha comes flying right. across there. <laughs> <laughs> um, bring it right. up to the wall. So wall my, point uh, 2.0. My uh, album of the year is getting kicked off. I should scroll down a little. All right. So yeah, these are gonna we're gonna stay on the top twenty-five. That's just gonna. Yeah. I I don't think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> be stupid not so to. Yeah. Really. really. It's. Gotta <laughs> get this perfect. All, All right. right. So we had. <laughs> You're going down, bro. Yeah. We had an 8.8, 9.9, and a 9.5, essentially. All right. So the my my score, which is the lowest one, is already at it's gonna beat 12th. So we're lit, we're already guaranteed top 12. Mm-hmm. We're guaranteed top 10. We're guaranteed Easy. top 10. Yeah, we're guaranteed top 10. So nine nine three, you said? But will it break five? That's the question. Yeah, the real question is a top five. It oh, I'm trying to math. I'm trying to. Um, it might be. I'm math. going. I'm going. Bad. I'm. This is my guess. Yeah, go. Fifth. You think it's five? You know what? I'm thinking sixth. To be honest, I'm, I'm going think, nine three. I think my chem's going to stay above it. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me just redo this real fast. I don't want to have another. Fuck up, like... <laughs> what are we no, no, do six, times? <laughs> six to five. Six to five is a bigger gap, so there's more spots for you. So I do. I'm, I get that. Okay. I, I would have fucked it up. Okay. So because my chem is all, yeah, pro- almost nine right. point three. It's almost nine three. All right. Yeah. Uh, say your guesses again. Uh, five and six. I'm saying five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying six. All right. You're With both wrong. We're both. Wrong. I win. Oh, it's number four. I thought I redid the math because it was almost. Uh, Holy shit! Look at the top four. Wow, our fucking childhood. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So now the next question is: Is it tying with hybrid theory? I did kind of. I did kind of say it was almost three, so it's possible. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Because my score was 952, so I don't think it would stay. I mean, it's kind of in the middle, but I don't think it's going to stay there. I'm going to say 46. I'm thinking 49. I think, I think 49. I think it's really think close. A little up. closer. You both bust. It's 4 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done this. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Cool. Wow. Number four. Damn. I mean, the top four, the five. I feel like can always move around because that is a great album, but we haven't done any of the other August Burns Red albums yeah, yet. Exactly. That's, That's the thing. That's not you know the best what I'm saying. One. And there's also other fucking nostalgia bait tracks that would probably sit around the top five as well. But like, that's they're getting super goddamn close. Mm-hmm. Nine point four, nine point three. It's not a lot of space in there. <laughs> We're starting to get some good albums in here. Damn. Damn. So what are we going to do next time? You're not going to find out this day. No. That's right. For the next well, time. Fuck you. Here, hold on, hold on. Okay, cool. Next time we're changing it. Now, in order to find out what we're doing next, you got to watch the green room. 
which is the other podcast we do that comes out on the same day as this one, but like the next week, ideally. <laughs> and uh, it, it's fun. And in that, you'll find out what we're doing next. We don't even know right now. Yeah. It's going to be Josh's pick. But we it don't. will be my turn. It will Bitches. be his turn. <laughs> which he doesn't know what he's yeah. doing yet. No. There's too many to do. We just went through, it was like a whole hour of us being like, man, this one's Oh, yeah, we oh, took way too long good. on that. <laughs> Exciting. But like on a green room, that's a perfect that's perfect content. Mm. You could yeah. be seeing us deliberate and shit. So definitely watch those when they yeah, come out. Yeah, it's a fun time. Go watch the one that we did. It was a fun pilot episode, and I'm really happy with the results. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we're doing more stuff on TikTok as well. So make sure you yeah. follow us there. Yeah, we got things. We're doing the we things. things. Okay, things. stuff. If you need to watch the things, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow us. Yeah, come hang out with us. It's a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? No. No. Just watch our things because we don't like making them and nobody watches them. It pisses us off. And we'll find you. Okay? Yes. We'll beat you up. <laughs> just, what, just what it is. Watch our shit. All right. That's yeah. all I got. Okay. Goodbye. Whoa. Okay, then. Give me more crack. I love crack. Give me black tar heroin, baby. <laughs> 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 Alright. All right. Goodbye. When Hail to the King came out. Yeah. I got I me mean, honest. I, like it, it Right. And I don't I have I still have and I'm adding I know this grand epic 